Hello and welcome to Train of Thought. My name is Rob Tobias. Today I have two guests that have helped put on the Jello Art Show here in Eugene for many years. This might be the 30th or something like that. I'll have to ask them. My guests are Diane McWhorter and Indy Stern Hayworth. Welcome. Thank you. Thank Hi. You. Nice to be here. Glad to be here. We're in the middle of March, and I think right around April Fool's Day, this show has come off for many years. How many years is it now? Uh, 30, 31, somewhere in there. Wow. Uh, tell me about it. The Jello Art Show this year, it's called Jello goes gold jello art show and tacky food buffet i can't forget the tacky food buffet uh just tell me about the show in general um what is it well this is a real art show in a real gallery and all the sculptures are put on pedestals it's really legit but the uh one rule that we have is that your submission has to be made from gelatin jello brand gelatin plain gelatin whatever you decide but um has to be jello and it can be gelled or dry or any technique any technique you like it doesn't have to be sweet though or or does it no no it's not edible um we don't we, we don't have an edible show although you can make something edible usually what we make that's edible goes on the tacky food buffet and that's sort of how that works is if you want to make an edible jello creation and you have a certified legal kitchen that you can make it in, you can bring it and put it on the jello, on the tacky food buffet and the guests will eat it gladly. How about over the years, is there a memorable piece of art that you can uh, describe to us that somebody made out of jello? So many. Oh, it's there. Some of them are absolutely over the top. We had a, a cast brain and it was beautifully underlit and filled with glitter and decorated with feathers and faux pearls and seashells. It was just remarkable. But probably the historic favorite was a human, life-size human torso, female, uh, and uh, it was cast in red jello one year, blue jello another year, and solid chocolate in another year <laughs> and uh, it caused quite a stir the first year it was up high on a podium so small children would not be offended and uh, that particular year an eight-year-old was able to stand on his toes and he spent just about the entire three hours whacking it so that it would jiggle <laughs> and uh, that caused a bit of a public stir but it came back in blue jello the next year and it was lower, and by the time it came back as chocolate, it was down on a lower podium, so it could be seen in full very easily, and it, there were signs, please do not touch. <laughs> do not jiggle the jello? <laughs> well, chocolate doesn't jiggle, uh -oh, but apparently I... it was going to go forward as a wedding gift, oh, and uh, they didn't want people touching it due to health reasons. <laughs> So this year's uh, Jello shows Saturday, March 31st, 5 to 8 p.m., and it's a benefit for Maud Kearns, is that right? It has always traditionally been a benefit, initially just for the Radar Angels, and uh, then it became a co-benefit, and now 90% of it goes to Maud Kearns. It's their seed money for Art in the Vineyard. So, uh, oh, I see. 
and it's a kickoff for the season, I think, for the whole art season of Eugene. It normally corresponds with opening of Saturday Market, which is crafts and arts and good food. And then we move into Art in the Vineyard and Oregon Country Fair. And uh, and so. just the people aren't familiar with Maude Kearns. It's in this old church, is it? Old church. And and it's a place where artists can come. They, they have some, some kilns and different things that people, uh, they support local artists. Uh, artists. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also Club Med there, which is a ceramic studio that anybody can join. Uh, Mar- Maud Kearns has been around. I joined in 1973. It was here prior to that. I apologize. I don't know the full history on that. Uh, and it's had ups and downs. It's been semi-affiliated with the University of Oregon and not. Mm-hmm. And it is an ongoing local art situation that the city of Eugene should be proud of. Yeah. And I think Maud Kern was a real person who was, was here real many, many, many years ago. A real artist. Yeah. She had a beautiful home up on the hill above the university, and uh, she was a female artist of somewhat notoriety in that it was hard for female artists to have any notoriety back in that era of yeah. the early 1900s. Now you casually mentioned the Radar Angels. Let's yes. talk about the Radar Angels because this is not just an art show, it's also a performance, right. always uh, like maybe like a half hour show that includes the something from the Radar Angels. Uh, there's a, definitely a performance period and we generally have a benediction from the uh, current slug queen. We'll have uh. benedictions from the Queen of Jello and sometimes former slug queens throw in their say. And then there's a show that's loosely predicated on the title that people will see on the poster. Which is Jello Goes Gold. Jello Goes Gold. Um, and a definition, who are the Radar Angels? They're a, a nebulous group. I like to say they're a figment of your imagination. <laughs> uh, the original term as I understand it, for Radar Angel was coined around World War II as any type of shiny metal object that could be used to foil, and that's a pun, incoming enemy radar uh, in light of the U.S. terrified that the Germans were going to uh, have a bombing run on the mainland of our uh, continent. So these metallic objects were hung from trees and off cliffs on the outer island banks, uh, the Carolinas, all down through uh, Florida, off the Keys. I think they were on Martha's Vineyard, islands off New Jersey. So they were to throw off the, the German would, radar. The German the radar at that point would have registered all of these shiny metallic objects as other airplanes coming at their uh It's a wonderful definition convoy. of what the heck a radar angel is but in this context <laughs> maybe you could bring us back context, to the jello show well, we like to stay a little bit <laughs> off of your radar <laughs> yeah too. we're we like to say we're uh, unidentified objects on the radar screen of your life uh loosely begun as a group of women that were primarily artists but we had writers uh some in the medical profession some in the legal profession we got together and we were from my recollection interested in discussing politics and uh, science and just more of a intellectual gathering of women than your 
standard coffee clutch. I, one of our early requisites is you were not allowed to talk about husbands or boyfriends. That was verboten. We started with frivolous teas, where chocolate was a primary component. And uh, we got into discussing fantasies and helping each other with dreams, wishes. And one member had always wanted to do a show. She went to a private school that had no theater or um, performance or anything, and she'd always felt slighted. So we put a show on in 1979, October, called A Tainted Evening and at the Wow Hall, and it was such a huge hit that we somehow have been performing almost every year since. <laughs> I've crossed paths a few times, even been part of some of the Radar Angel shows, and I know one of the uh, things that characterize it a lot of times is this doo-wop. A lot of the old the 50s songs you've kind of redone and taken mm-hmm. on in different themes. Um, just a, a love of that music? It, it was easy for us in the beginning. We, didn't, we often did not have musicians. And we were definitely of a feminist bent. And we had been raised, majority of us raised in the 50s with the expectation that we would marry. We would have 2.3 children. We'd live in a little house with a white picket fence. And our husbands would all be lawyers or doctors. And uh, a lot of us had run into issues with our families because we weren't following that expected norm. So we would take girl group songs and as we used to say, we'd take bad songs and make them worse. <laughs> so we would rewrite some, but we would parody others. Uh, Big Girls Don't Cry. Um, <clears throat> Johnny Get Angry. Johnny Get Angry. You know, yeah. Give Me a Lecture. You know, just really inane, stupid. And would you rewrite the lyrics sometimes? Um, not necessarily. On uh-huh. the, the lyrics were so bad and lent themselves to <laughs> s- just our physical. Um, parody and satire. We didn't have to rewrite a lot of that early stuff. Well, we have a recording here with some of the people that are going to be part of this show coming up, and it's of a song called Come Go With Me. So we'll, we'll listen to Come Go With Me, originally done by the Dell Vikings, if yeah, anybody's ever 1950s. heard of that group, an integrated group. Um, but we're going to listen to Come Go With Me by the Radar Angels, and then uh, take a short break and be back talking about this year's Jello Art Show. Go for the gold. Jello, go for the gold.
That's the Radar Angels. They're part of the Jello Art Show happening at Maud Kearns Art Center Saturday, March 31st, 5 to 8 p.m. Features artworks in jello, many forms, molded, shaped, smeared, dried. This year's theme is Jello Goes Gold. My name's Rob Tobias. This is Train of Thought. Be right back with more interview. Train of Thought is produced at the studios of Maximo Productions in Eugene. If you want to find out more, email me at rob at robtobias.com. Welcome back to Train of Thought. My name is Rob Tobias. My guests today are Diane McWhorter and Indy Stern Hayworth. We're talking about the Jello Art Show. Yeah, tell me about tell me about the the beginnings of this. How you how you come up with the themes for each each year's show for the uh, for Jello Art Show? Well, I'm a little bit new to the process. I've only been working with the performance part of the Angels for six years now since they made me the queen and I decided that stage fright was not going to keep me from getting back up there on stage. So um, what I discovered was about in January, sometimes even earlier, people start sort of exploring the the zeitgeist to see what might be something that might still be current in April. It'd be fun for people, they'd be able to relate to it, and also something that could be interpreted in the medium, which, you know, it's an odd medium and it's not very cooperative, so you kind of have to have something broad. So um, there'll be a brainstorm that happens early in January, and um, sometimes it takes two or three brainstorms because we have so many ideas, and we'll just write them all down, and um, gradually something will emerge, some trend or some focus that we want, or someone will bring a song that we want to parody, and it just really develops and it it takes from January until March. I think our last practice last week was when we really felt like we really had a show. So (laughs) it's quite a long process. It's all consensus driven. Everybody contributes as much as they can. And um, how big a group? Who's everybody? um, It goes from maybe 15 people down to 10 kind of fluctuates. It really depends on uh, what people are doing. Um, there have been lots of performers that have c- come and gone. Um, we have some younger ones. We've tried to bring in younger people so we can continue. It's the children um, of some of the people, isn't it? Some? Yeah, we've got Yeah, we've brought in people's children. Um, Next generation. It, I think that our idea of the 30th was that um, we have no idea if we'll have a 50th. So the 30th seemed like a really big occasion to us. So we just felt like we deserved the gold medal for um, coming that many times. And uh, <laughs> so we want everybody to share in that glory. You casually mentioned that you are you were deemed the, at some point, the Jello Queen? Well, yes, in 2012, um, they uh, slipped one by me. They planned a, an entire show. And I make the t-shirts and I often work on the other aspects of the show. So I always wanna know the theme right away and I like to keep up on what songs they're doing and all that. But this year, for some odd reason, Indy wouldn't tell me anything about the show. And it it so happened that I had a broken heel and I was laid up at home. And so I didn't really realize that I was being kept in the dark. 
But so I get to the show that year, and um, I'm thinking everything is as usual. And the skit turns out to be Queen for a Day. <laughs> and the, the contestants that they had were, I'm telling you, the most lame contestants you can imagine. And so they sat me right up in the front row of the audience with my foot propped up on a chair. And the whole time I'm thinking, surely they will not let one of these people be queen. Obviously, with all the many years, and this was, I think, the 25th year, I've put in so much effort to really do jello in the best way, and I've worked so hard at it. If there should be a queen, certainly it won't be one of these candidates. And sure enough, the show ended by them dragging me up onto the stage on crutches. They put a crown on my head. They gave me a scepter and a... And this was the night before April Fool's Day. And when I woke up the next day, uh, my first thought was, I am not going to be queen for one night. This is a permanent title. <laughs> <laughs> and I became Queen Gelatinacy, the queen of jello art. Mm. And since that time, I felt like it's been my mission to grow into royalty the way the slug queens have to do in only one year. I've had six years now. And I feel like it's my mission to promote jello art, to promote art in general. And I think jello in particular, because it came out of the kitchen, it's a very liberating type of art. It's really accessible. Anyone can try it. It's got these aspects of beauty and transparency and and that the fact that it's a silly medium and you can't really ruin it. It's easily molded. So, yeah. <laughs> it, it's just open-ended. And so I've had the most glorious time um, trying to be a famous Jell-O artist and trying to promote the show and bring people to the show and keep Jell-O art alive for all of us. Since this is radio and not a visual medium, can you describe, I know one of the things about it is the costumes for the Radar Angels. You guys tend to go over the top a little bit sometimes with, Big costumes. We are we yes, are we all queens of St. Vinny's. <laughs> and uh... <laughs> and this year it'll be particularly glorious because with the gold theme, we've all got gold stuff. We've got gold clothing. Um, the, the medium I like to work in now, the dried jello, I can make these big flowers that I can wear on my head. And so we'll have gold flowers and we'll have... We'll have a lot it of all. gold. A lot of gold. <laughs> It'll be a very shiny show. Gold backed by brilliant jello esque colors. That's the other backbone. The costuming is part of the fun. The, uh -huh. the, the kind and, of one and people of, are certainly encouraged to wear costumes to the show. Yes, they are. They like. Absolutely. The more colorful, the better. The Radar Angels. One of the prime uh, tenets is that we must absolutely. Uh, entertain ourselves first so a lot of these costumes we don't even see until the night of in the green room and so we have the, we wow ourselves in the back room we're wowed and we come out and we throw ourselves at the audience and mercifully they accept us most of the time and we have a blast and I know the Radar Angels is, is your group, but the uh, people that the, the artists that do Jello, I mean, does that vary? Can any is it open to anybody to do a, a absolutely? A... Maud Kern's art member uh, uh, membership is uh, usually there. A lot of people are from their membership. Uh, angels have their pieces, and we have totally dedicated individuals. One person comes from Portland. Uh, that have been participating for years. So it's open to anyone and everyone. <laughs> and we'll have all ages, even small children yeah. bring exhibits. Um, people come from the senior centers with their exhibits. It's, it's really a fabulous 
Um, and the the music uh, we're gonna do, we're gonna hear another cut. This is a Hank Williams tune that you've turned into something else. Uh, <laughs> can you introduce this song a, a little bit for for us? <laughs> well, during one of the brainstorming sessions, uh, uh, another person mentioned this particular song, thinking it would be fun for Jello. And I thought about it for weeks and weeks and weeks, and then I, I had an epiphany and literally woke up with this song running through my head and uh, I took it to the group and normally anyone will submit an idea or a song and will generally rewrite it, retweak it, work it. The musicians will say that this line doesn't carry in this series of bars (laughs) of music or whatever so things get reworked and nope it was accepted in total and uh, that's why it's there and it's just uh, it's an homage to Jell-O with a little nod to Hank Williams. Let's give a listen. This is a little preview of this year's Jell-O show, Jell-O Jambalaya. Hello, fans. We got plans of me on my own. Stir our bowl, keep it cold, oh, the Jell-O. It's so thrilling, no, not filling me on my own. Keeps you young, we'll have big fun with the jello. Jello sire makes me sigh a pudding popo. For tonight we're gonna have my cherry jello. Don't say no, just say mo and be gayo. This shows the one we'll have big fun. Jambalaya by the Radar Angels getting ready for the Jello Art Show at Maud Kearns March 31st. That's a Saturday. Maud Kearns is 15th and what? 1910 East 15th. That's fun writing, rewriting lyrics to classic songs like that. Uh, Tell me about the the parody and satire that you guys have, have been involved with over the years. Well, tongue-in-cheek shtick has always been involved in all of our shows. But uh, as Diane said, we'll have a brainstorm, and everyone will just throw out ideas, pull from the zeitgeist, as she said. Uh, and Is we, it more social or political or both? Or? We tend to go towards more social and cultural, mm-hmm. and uh, but politics of late keep making inroads into it uh, one case in point years ago if, if any and all remember the uh, year 2000 and 1999 everyone thought that all our computers and time was going to come crashing down because everything would fall apart because nothing could transgress into 2000 mode and so it was y2k or not 2k and we just 
had a blast with that one and hoarding food and it was one of the themes in some of the songs in the skit material that was a good one uh yeah two years ago we did jello waves and we referenced the gravitational waves that had just been proven at that time Mm -hmm. we did uh, occupied jello which speaks for itself Mm-hmm. 2012, iJello, where we went after social media. Jello Vision in 2003, we went after TV culture. Um, then after uh, the uh, Y2K and, and 9-11, we had Surviving Jello, which was oftentimes difficult to be tongue-in-cheek, but we yeah. managed. <laughs> Um, you mentioned a sponsor, but yeah, you were also talking about promotion. You make shirts. How, how do you get the word out about this? Um, I, I do send out the regular PSAs, and we do a poster that you can see around town. Um, apparently this year I'm going to be a happening person. I'm, I'm meeting with Paul tomorrow to talk about that. Um, I was in the parade. If you saw, we had a beautiful float that was my uh, bike trailer covered with um jello sculptures and promoted that it was 30 years and then i set up a booth down at uh, sunday streets down on the park blocks that was uh half my uh jello i call it the jello art museum i have a lot of standing pieces since i work in the dry jello it lasts practically forever so i have a big collection of pieces and i brought some of them down and i have um, an archive of all the t-shirts that i've done which is a, uh, a, a couple <laughs> a couple of dozen and um that was glorious. Uh, I'm sorry that you missed it. It'll never happen again, but uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. My guests are Diane McWhorter, Indy Stern Hayworth from the Jello Art Show. This year it's Jello Goes for the Gold, happening March 31st. Oh, I forgot to mention my blog. Go ahead. Um, and I also write a blog about Jello art. It's called Gelatinacy on blogspot.com. And if you Google Gelatinacy, if you can spell it, you will find me. Many, many blog posts that go back years, and it'll tell you all about how to do Jello and a lot about our previous shows. Thanks for again. Our pleasure. Thank thanks, you. Thanks Thank for you coming so by. Much. My name's Rob Tobias. This has been Train of Thought. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.